0: Here's another episode of Here If You Need, with thanks to Deakin University. We have a very special guest coming up. I speak of none other than Joe Weston. Good morning to you, Joe.
1: Hello, Clint. Morning.
0: How's life? Are you getting back to normal?
1: Yes, um, life has been pretty good. I think the last two or three weeks, the return to training and I guess the return to some socialisation has meant um, that things are feeling a little bit more like they used to pre-COVID.
0: Training, how has training been? I I wanted to know about skills because obviously you're in shutdown for a long time, you were training sort of in isolation. Have you noticed an impact on skills or are you girls as sharp as ever, as I'd expect?
1: (laughs) I think uh, some of us have been a little rusty, catching and throwing um although what are deemed quite basic skills there is some finesse involved but it's it's kind of like riding a bike you don't you don't really forget um but you know some of the real specifications sometimes take a little bit longer to come back than others
0: has it been nice to be around your teammates again Who, who, who did you miss most
1: Oh, that's, I mean, it's pretty tough. I missed all of them. We've only, uh, we've been sort of doing our court work in two smaller groups. And um, last week was the first time we had a crossover with all 10 players, um, which was really great. Um, I was actually somewhat late for that session because I didn't read an email properly, but that's all part of the training.
0: (laughs) What happens there? Do you get a fine or what's the sort of system when you're late?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. I did get, um,
0: you know, a discipline
1: from the coaches. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone felt a bit sorry for me because I'd had um, a bit of a, um, a, a death in our Western fur family the day before. So oh. somewhat of a card um, was played to excuse my poor behaviour. But now I am going to be an hour or so. We're well, not allowed to be early to training session just because yeah. of all of the biases stuff so it's been working quite well for me because i'm very efficient with my time i'm always one of those people um, who arrive like on the the minute they're supposed to get there so it's been quite good for me um, when i read the emails properly
0: so on this isolation series of here if you need or as we like to call it the last few weeks coming out of isolation series of here if you need there's been some amazing revelations. Last week we spoke to Teagues who revealed that she has become a crochet queen. How does that sit with you? Did you ever expect Teagan and Phillip to try a hand at crocheting?
1: <laughs> to be honest, if there was anyone in the team who would pick it up, I would probably lean towards her. <laughs> um She's an old soul, I think, and she, you know, she's she's really good at playing the piano, and she's quite crafty. So I feel like it kind of fits. Um, I mean, we are yet to have uh, personalized scarves made for us, but I'll, I'll hold her to that and see if she comes through with a good.
0: Apparently, they're beanies. That's her. That's what she's mastered at the moment.
1: Jeez, that sounds fun. Maybe she can make me a little one for my dog Billy with some ear holes in it, and then her and <laughs> I. When we walk around the tan or something like that, a real a real style statement.
0: So an extension to that question is, Joe Weston, what have you got really good at during the shutdown or during isolation, or even better at? (laughs) Even
1: better at. Well, that's a tough question. I think um, I was doing quite a bit of study during the break, um, which was kind of nice. So I actually think my self restraint in like there was so many good television shows that came out on all the streaming services and I decided to refrain from beginning any of them because I knew that once I started I wouldn't be able to stop and I would lose whatever momentum I had going into my final assignment. So I think my self-restraint in not binge watching television shows has definitely
0: improved.
1: Um, What else have I got good at?
0: But it does happen, doesn't it? You start watching one and then you sort of move on to another one and then all of a sudden you've got six or seven in the queue. Or is that just, does that just speak to my personality that I sort of start things, don't finish them? A bit like the text messages I leave unread in my phone.
1: Well, I just, you know, there was lots of buzz on social media about like the last dance and a few of the other ones. And I was like, oh, like I'm desperate to watch all of these. But um, now that I've got a bit more time up up my sleeve, I'm lucky I've got a few waiting in the wings but I think other things I got um or I sort of honed my skills on I was I've been doing a bit of watercolor painting definitely not at the same level of Tegan's crocheting and also I think I've got very good at um talking to people um at the park from a um, appropriate social distance because I think there's lots of um elderly people who live around my area, and I think they're all feeling a little bit lonely during this time. Yeah. So I've been um, aggressively smiling and saying hello uh, when I pass them in the streets when I'm out walking, Billy. It's
0: very community-minded of you, Joe Weston. Um, how, and the dogs love it, don't they? They've loved having us home.
1: Yeah. she uh, Billy has been living her best life, like two or three <laughs> will a day, um, me at home all the time, like I'm sure your dog feels the same. They're not going to know what's hit them when we're suddenly leaving them by their lonesome for hours on end. But I'm sure she'll find some way to occupy herself probably by um, chewing her way through some of the new plants I've put into my garden. Um, so that'll be a fun time for me.
0: What about farm life? I loved seeing your videos of, of you, Joe, sort of just romping around the farm.
1: Yes, we're very uh, very lucky to have um, an outdoor space like that because I know there's lots of people in Melbourne or major cities that were cooped up in quite small apartments. So um, my dad needed a bit of help during the peak walnut season, uh, so I decided to go up there and just embrace my inner country gal and I just thought it'd be kind of fun to film some stuff when I was up there. And there'd been lots of people doing at-home workouts, but I thought I'd put a bit of a unique spin on it and also because there's no one around there's no judgment for doing Mm. um stupid things in in public because um there's no one else there so I can do whatever I want and film it and put it on the internet.
0: (laughs) So where's the farm and and your dad's a, a walnut farmer is that right?
1: Yeah so it's um just outside of Bright in Alpine Victoria so we're between Myrtleford which is one of the larger townships and Bright in an area called your robin. Uh, it's quite small. There's no pub. There's no general store. It's just kind of like a, one of the, I guess, suburbs of the um, ovens valley. So we have walnuts, hazelnuts and chestnuts up there, as well as some stock,
0: livestock. I love that. I, I, I love nuts. I'm just like a, I'm a, a nibbler, I guess you could oh, say, yeah. you know, when you sit on the couch and you're just eating cashews and walnuts and peanuts and all that sort of thing. They're one of my my go tos.
1: Perhaps, I, yeah, I can give you some of our produce to try, and you can report back um, and see if you like it.
0: I love that. Love everything.
1: They come in You have to you have to kernel them yourself. Um, I won't go to that much effort for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were mates. Uh, Hey, I know you've been studying. Speaking of study, digital is in Deakin University's DNA with 40 years of experience in distance and online learning. Discover why they're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. You are very studious, Joe. What are you studying and how much do you love it?
1: Yes, well, I have been studying online at Deakin and I'm probably in um, the vein of your career path, I've decided to do a Masters of Communication. So I started that at the beginning of this year, which has been really good because I've come from a commerce background and I worked for three or so years at Deloitte, an accounting firm. And I'm just trying to find a, um, a different avenue about what I want to progress post Nepal, which I still haven't sort of landed on. Um, But I've decided to major in like public affairs and PR. So it'll give me a good breadth of if I want to go into corporate affairs or back into the business world. And I'm also going to do a couple of broadcasting electives. So I think it'll give me probably not the best time to be doing something like that, given um, what sport is looking like.
0: But um,
1: yeah, I think it'll take me through to the tail end of my playing career. So I'm excited about that.
0: So, basically, you're telling me you're studying at Deakin because you want my job?
1: Pretty much, yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. if you could give me any tips or tricks, or maybe I'll just, we can just, um, you know, change roles and I'll start hosting and asking you <laughs> questions, and perhaps that'll be the way to go.
0: I'm not sure how that would end up, um, <laughs> but you can certainly elbow one of um, Liz Ellis or Cath Cox out of the way.
1: Perhaps. I'm not sure um, if netball is where I want to end up, but I guess I probably will have some semblance of expertise in that once I finish playing, some with <laughs> hey,
0: you. Let's get um, some questions from our great members and supporters because there are stacks, um, which is no surprise because you are a fan favourite. Let's get through a few of them here. Sophie says, what are your goals for netball this year?
1: Oh, I think, um, you know, we've got a few, we've got Taylor and Kate back into the Vixens after um, Taylor's injury and Kate playing with the Swifts. So I'm really looking forward to forging a new defensive partnership with Kate Eddy in our defensive fold. And then obviously this year has been quite surreal and different for everyone. So just making sure, um, you know, we're working hard in this lead up and then being able to put out some good quality netball and just enjoy it at the same time.
0: Emily asks, have you always gone for Essendon?
1: Yeah, pretty much. My, um, all of my grandfather's family barracks for Essendon. We do have one rogue cousin who barracks for Collingwood. Uh, he yeah. doesn't get any presents at Christmas, as you can assume. But I do have a couple of friends who play for the Western Bulldogs. So yes. um, I do support them as a second AFL team, which apparently is sacrilegious. But you know what? I don't care that much.
0: Do you know what this weekend is?
1: It's Melbourne v. Essendon. It is. And there. we're going to be, we're at we're like near the top of the ladder. We're on a we're on a winning streak, Clint.
0: <laughs> a streak of two.
1: Yeah, well I don't think your one point win over Carlton <laughs> wouldn't <have> spook <laughs> the champion multiple times over was very convincing. But we can leave that topic. I,
0: I, I think we're gonna be by about three or four goals, to be honest. Three
1: or four goals. Interesting. I think it will be closer than that, but S and M will um, gather a no. Melbourne will gather a substantial lead, lead oh, no, and then they'll choke. <laughs> classic oh, Melbourne.
0: Do you, know, do you know what exactly? That's right, because it's classic Melbourne. Let's get a few more questions here. Milly asks, "How does it feel to be TikTok famous?" <laughs>
1: I'm definitely not TikTok famous. I think I've got over 2,000 followers now, so that's great. Um, in comparison to the millions that other people have, pretty substantial following. Um, I wish that app was around when I was a child, because or a kid or a teenager, because I love dancing and I definitely would. That would have been where I would have thrived.
0: Yeah, I I get sucked in at night when I'm sort of on the couch around sort of eight thirty nine 9 o'clock and you spin through TikTok and then all of a sudden you've been on for 45 minutes an hour.
1: But I love the way the algorithm caters to things you like. Oh, so yeah. I like dog videos. There was this video of a possum the other day, which I've watched about 10 times mm. and I've sent to all of my friends and none of them seem to have found it as hilarious as I did. So perhaps I've been spending too much time on the app too, Clint.
0: <laughs> I sort of, my algorithm is more clumsy people. I don't know what that, again, if that speaks to my personality but, or whether I just like seeing people, you know, do silly things. But there seems to be a lot of people falling over or, you know, embarrassing themselves. Anyone? Maybe I'll
1: end up on your for you page at some point. It's not a matter of
0: time. Let's get a few more netball questions. Abby asks, what's your favourite position on the court? I think it goes without saying, but...
1: I do really like gold defence. Um, and then I'm partial to goalkeeper and wing defence too. If I had to if I had to rate the three of them, I'd probably go goal defence, wing defence and then goalkeeper. I do like goalkeeper because it's less running. Um, don't tell Katie-Ann and Emily that, but I told them <laughs> that all the time anyway, so it's fine. Uh, but there's a lot of pressure, especially when you're playing on a really tall shooter because it can always be a little bit demoralising when the ball's just sailing over your head time and time again.
0: Another question, how tall do you have to be to play professional netball? Oh,
1: I don't think there's a, I was about to say, I don't think there's a short and fast rule about it, but that's probably not the best thing in terms of uh, chatting about height. Majority, I mean, comparatively in the league, I'd say the Vixens are one of the shorter teams. Mm-hmm. Both Teagan and MJ and even Katie Sweat, she's a couple of centimetres taller than me. We don't have a very tall shooter dragging up our average height, it just depends what position you play on the court. So our mid quarters are traditionally shorter. I think they sit maybe like anywhere from, I think Kels might be like 165 potentially to all the way up to like 180. And then I'm 185 centimetres tall and I'm probably bang on average for a defender.
0: Cool. And last one, Uh, let's go with This one, best and worst teammate to room with?
1: Oh, I'm probably a few people's worst teammate to room with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Why? Why are you the worst? I'm
1: just, um, I'm not very good at relaxing. I like to play music or just be quite energetic all the time, surprisingly. (laughs) Who would be the best roommate? Um, I mean, I love rooming with Emily because we get on really well. Um, I mean, it feels bad to say it in a public forum, so I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's good. Let's just, you know, we're not going to say best or worst. You know, it's just, it's a bit, bit me. Obviously,
0: i the best. It, how does it work? So, when you travel interstate, is it sort of just more you're all creatures of habit or do you, does it, do you mix it up? How is it all decided on?
1: I think it's it's kind of randomised to a degree. Um, they try and uh, vary who we're staying with. But I don't know whether we'll be rooming this year because I think we'll be flying oh, cool. in and flying out most of yeah. the time. So I have to maybe just invite various people to sleep over at my house so we can experience um, having dinner together like it would have been last year
0: so, so just on that, not the, the sleeping over part, but the, um, the season, the, the, the nitty-gritty of netball. Are you pumped now that you've got a date and you've, you know, you, you it's all guns blazing towards the season now?
1: It is. I think, um, obviously, I work pretty closely on the Players Association and a lot of us found that not having a date was becoming more and more uh, difficult in terms of, I guess, like the physical planning from our coaching staff's perspective, but also from an athlete's perspective. You know, we we train so we can play and not having... It's like not having a football goal to kick towards. You're like, well, I could be going anywhere. So I think um, with all of the external pressures that have come from this time period, now having a day allows us to set some clear goals. Um, which most people who play sport understand um, is really important in terms of, you know, trying to make sure you're in the right headspace to get the most out of your training. So it's really exciting. Um, And I can't wait to see, um, you know, all the build-up. I just wish, hopefully, fingers crossed, we might be able to have some fans at some point. But who knows what will happen in in that case.
0: I think we will. I'm an optimist. I'm hoping we will anyway. Yeah, me too. And the goals for the Vixens this year you've already touched on, but is the sky the limit for you and the ladies?
1: Yeah, I think so. We've got um, a pretty solid team again and we do have quite long established um, partnerships in both our attacking mid-court and defensive end. So I think for us it's about trying to add another dimension to what we already have as a pretty solid game plan. Um, And then also just trying to ride the waves as they come because we're not sure... Um, you know, what the rest of the year will look like. So just trying to manage our expectations around that, but at the same time,
0: really trying to push forward. Jo, it's been lovely having you on board here if you need again, with thanks to Deakin University.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Any suggestions as to who we should have next?
1: Oh, maybe Katie-Ann Dehaney. She's been sunning herself over in the West Coast of Australia. So... Maybe get her on really early so she's still on that three-hour time frame. Behind me, force her out of bed.
0: I love that idea. Let's work on it. Um, and to all our members, supporters, thanks so much for tuning in again, and keep those questions coming. So I know the girls like Joe really love answering them. But for the time being, that is here if you need with me, Clint Stanaway, and our special guest this week, Joe Weston. Again, with thanks to our friends at Deakin University.
1: At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium. Proven. Loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.